the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. So our reading today was from the Gospel of St. Luke and chapter 5, the first 11 verses. And our title today is The Cost of Changing Career. We hear it a lot now, everyone after two or three years he wants to change a career. Why? Because he is bored. Why? Because he has, he felt that he can do something better in his life. But this is not our topic today. Our topic today, when God is calling you to change the whole direction of life. It looks for them at the time at the changing of career. But we'll see how it's costly to follow the Lord. It's, it's joyful way. It's going to pay the whole cost, but still looks like a costly way for us. So, in verse 9 and 10 we read today, For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Not be afraid, from now on you will catch men. From now on, your direction of life will be totally different. Again, it's a mission for the whole church. If you go to your school, to your university, or to your workplace as a missionary to catch men, not only to do your job or to study or whatever it is. So today, the whole title or the whole message is how the church is sent to the world to change her career, to change her vision, to see the newness of life that we have been called to it. First thing in this change, in verse 5, they said, Master, we toiled all night and caught nothing. If you want to be in this mission, don't rely only on your own personal experience. They felt it's a failure of an experience. We know that we can't fish. We can't catch anything during the day. We can't catch anything in the deep part of the sea or of this lake. But they knew it's time that part of this cost is to put your own human experience aside. We don't ignore it. We don't dishonor it. But we put the Spirit of God and the command of the Lord above everything else. One more thing is breaking nets. It says in verse 6, and their net was breaking. And they tell me and you before you move on. If you want to change this career, if you want to be in this newness of life, things are going to be broken in your life. Maybe your own self will be broken. St. Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7 that we have this treasure where? In earthen vessels. Earthen vessels ready to be broken, to be used to show the treasure that we have. And moreover, the boats were sinking. Sometimes we are in this new mission, or on this process of the calling, we feel as such that we are going to sink, we are going to die. And he is telling me and you, it's time that your own old man should die to be able to work in the new mission. Not to rely on your own personal experience, not to rely on what you have to catch 
which is your net, it will be broke, broken and even your boat, it will sink why? because now you are in the new direction you are relying totally on him we are not again ignoring what is given to us as gifts but still the gift of God, the word of God, the authority of the word of God is above all Sincere the Great is telling us this Thus praise the way by which the disciples have become fishermen for the entire world. We surrender to Christ. This is the first part. If you want to be to change your career, to have all your life in one new direction, this newness of life, they surrender to Christ. The creator of the heaven and earth, so the disciples were asked to catch the other peoples. Yet they were caught in the safe net of Christ. Again, many wants to go to missions, many wants to go and serve. But he's asking us sincerely, are you caught first in the safe net of Christ to be able to cast your net or the net of Christ to catch others or to bring others to him? Sometimes you are not yet in the safe net of Christ. So that when they they in their turn cast their nets, they would catch crowds of believers to the real fold of Christ. It's not human anymore. Christ is using you as a, a vessel, as a net to bring others to Him. And everything will be for His own glory. Everything for one kingdom, for the one body of Christ. So you go through the readings today, it affirms in a sense this understanding. So, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, St. Paul was telling us this, But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, not handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth. He's telling us, if you want to check on yourself, am I in this newness of life? Did I accept the new career, the new calling from the hand of Christ? Ask yourself, did you renounce the hidden things of shame? We can hear it very easily now that people are seeing that watching pornography is something normal, even for married husbands or married wives. That as far as I'm not doing harm to anyone, I am free to do whatever I want. This is the hidden things of shame. And God is telling you, I mean, now it's time to repent. If you are doing whatever you are doing, and no one is seeing you, still it's the hidden shame, hidden things of shame. Not walking in craftiness, not handling the word of God deceitfully. The deception of presenting who we are. The deception of presenting the message of Christ, why you have a double life. Not handling the word of God deceitfully, but through the, by the manifestation of the truth. Again, the changing of this career, it means I'm going to be truthfully following and obeying the word of God. Then he was continuing in verse 5 in the same epistle. For we don't reach ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord, and ourselves, your bond servants, for Jesus' sake. Again, he is telling you and me, when you work or you go home, you give the impression to your wife, to your children, to your husband, that you are doing a favor for them by working, or by even cooking or cleaning the house. He's telling us here, when we breach our, not don't breach ourselves, but Christ and our bonds, bond servants for you, how we present the message. 
You present it because we are holy people and others are not. St. Peter didn't say so at all. He said in 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 11, If anyone speaks, let him just speak the very oracle of God. He is not showing himself at all. In the end of his second epistle, chapter 3, verse 18, he was saying, Grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a command to know and to present the fullness of the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. He continued in verse, verse 6. If you want to have this change of career, if you want to change this, to, to receive this newness of direction of life, it's telling us it's an act of creation. God Himself is going to recreate. We pray every day in Sunrift, creating me a clean heart. He is a creator. But not in the past, but in each and every minute of our life. is ready to recreate your heart, your mind, your thoughts, your directions. And above all, or before all, this light to shine in you. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness in day one. Let it be light. He is the same one who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. This change of career needs this enlightenment, this new act of creation. Seek it and pray for it in this liturgy. And he is ready and keen to give it to you. In the same chapter, we read verse 11. If you receive this newness of life, this new career direction, then you are not here anymore. It's the manifestation of the life of Christ in you. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. I'm still living in this mortal flesh, but it's not me anymore. It's Christ who is revealing, proclaiming himself at all times to everyone around me. So the people were not seeing Paul or, or Peter or any of the disciples. They saw Christ in them. They saw in St. Stephen the same what Christ did. He was able to forgive those who were stoning him as Christ did on the cross. And finally, in the same epistle of our reading today, he's saying, if now you receive this newness of elections, and now you have accepted this new career from Christ, no fishermen, you will catch men from now on. Then, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are not seen are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now I am not looking on any earthly thing. Why? Because my heart has been moved into heaven. As St. Paul says in Philippians 3.20 For our citizenship is in heaven. My mind, my heart, everything redirected towards heaven once more. In the same epistle, St. Paul is telling us Now you are compelled. But not compelled by force, but compelled by the power of love that you have seen in your Messiah, you have seen in your Savior. For the love of Christ compels us, because we judge us, that if one died for all, then all died, and he died for all, that those who live should be no longer for themselves, but for, the, for him who died for them and rose again. My life is a manifestation of the 
crucified, risen Lord Jesus Christ. It is not me anymore. Then James was telling us again another sign. The whole is just like a personal examination to find out am I accepting this new career and new direction or I just hear about it and I say it's nice, it's good for them, not for me yet. I think there's two kinds of wisdom. One of them, you called it earthly, sensual, demonic. And he told us, here are the signs. But if you have better envy and self-seeking in your heart, don't post and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. It's a test for every one of us without exception. Again, if you have better envy, self-seeking in your heart, even within your family. Self-seeking in your heart. Do not post and lie against the truth. You are lying against the truth and lying to, your, to yourself. It's earthly, sensual and demonic. But he's telling us there's another kind. And this is what we are called to have it. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. It is the wisdom of those who accepted the calling. Those who accepted to change their career. To do whatever they are going to do for the sake of his kingdom. For the sake of his own glory. Then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits. Without partiality and without hypocrisy. Again, I'm called to examine myself. And every one of us to examine himself or herself in this morning. We don't want to come to the church to hear just few nice words. Maybe my mind is wandering somewhere else. Still, I will give an account one day before the Lord for each and every word in the Word of God. St. John Chrysostom is encouraging us about this wisdom. Let us cleanse the eyes of our souls of all filth. The liturgy is, as I said many times, it's the lab where I can receive the fullness of this practicality. Let us cleanse the eyes of our souls of all filth. For just as filth and mud blind the eyes of the flesh, so to worldly concerns and discussions about money making can dull the hearing of our minds more effectively than any filth, and not only corrupt them, but do wicked things as well. And we call it it's a wisdom. I am wise in collecting money. I am wise in self-seeking heart. I am wise in envy. I know I am better than anyone else. But still St. John Christian is saying, it's, let us cleanse our eyes of our souls of all kinds of filth. The book of Acts is telling us again, it's time to see that this is effectively working in the apostles. Here St. Paul and Silas went to their mission. And the word of God was telling us this morning, From there they sailed to Antioch where they had been commanded to the grace of God for the work which they have had completed. Now they are not doing it by their own strength, not by their own experience anymore. They have been commended to the grace of God for the work which they had completed. You can do an amazing job, but still you are still waiting the grace of God. 
Sometimes you are studying hard and you don't know why you are not achieving what you are looking for. Or you are doing a good job, but you feel still you have, you can get more or better. Because you are still relying only on your own personal experience. It's time to know that they had commended them to the grace of God to complete the work which had been called for it. Now when they had come and gathered the church together, they reported all that God had done with them. The work became the work of God, not the work of men anymore. That's why the psalm was joyfully telling everyone of us, if you are going to take this journey seriously, if even you are going to start this journey today, let your tongue praise the Lord. Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Sing out the honor of His name. Make His praise glorious. Why? Because I accepted a new journey. I accepted the newness of life to rely on His grace and to cooperate in this synergy with His grace for the kingdom of God. I accepted this change of career to be with Him. St. Gregory, this allusion was saying, without shame and without doubt. He's telling us now, it's not just proceeding for the communion as a habit. It's without shame and without doubt. Eat the flesh and drink the blood of Christ. If you are desirous, if you desire a true life. It's not a habit. It's not a blessing. It's a newness of life. It's the life of Christ bestowed and manifested in each and every one of us. Just before we conclude, Put these three questions in before your eyes and maybe you sing them during or pray about them during the liturgy and during this week. Examine yourself throughout the words of our reading today and ask yourself, am I walking in these things of life? Or my life became a boring, steady life without even life. It's just this moving from day to day by force. Everyone around me can see this dead death on, on my life and I'm not bothered at all. I can't do otherwise. And then think of your lifestyle with God. Lifestyle with God. And ask yourself, do I need a change? If the answer is no, there is something seriously wrong. If the answer is yes, what are you effectively doing? It's not to answer it yes. What are you willingly going to cooperate with the grace of God? Then you need to sit down with your spiritual father to find or to plan what you can effectively do to receive this newness of life and to receive this change in your life. May the good of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever.